eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Take a man podcast from Odyssey Sports. Logan Paulson there. Craig Hoffman here. Uh, we're back at Tap Sports Bar this Sunday for the Take Command pregame show ahead of the game against the Falcons. Uh, hopefully, Logan Paulson Bowl 2 goes better than Logan Paulson Bowl 1 yeah. on this season. But we'll preview it starting at 10 a.m. Doors open at 11. Come join us. And if you can't join us in person, of course, we are live on 1067 The Fan, the Team 980, and both stations youtube channels okay logan uh i want to talk about a couple of individual players real quick uh and then we'll get to the offense if you're ron and jack like what do you do with emmanuel forbes because you benched him the other night um he's had issues uh i, I think that some of these issues are probably solvable with some more discipline yeah, some more reps so. some of them i i don't know uh if they're as quickly solvable or are they more off-season things so what do you do if you're if you're them with your first round pick? Well, I think uh, just looking at some of the mistakes that he's made or some of the issues that he's had, I would say that while they're not good and their protection is not that good, I do think he's flashed some really good stuff in terms of coverage. Like even the one that's the, the explosive play to more, like he's in pretty good relationship. And I was listening to a national podcast uh, earlier this week and they were like, that's probably offensive PI. And I don't disagree with that. You know, the way he kind of lowers his shoulder on the guy and creates the separation that's going to happen. Like that's good route running also. So I understand why they didn't call it, but overall he's in pretty good phase. Uh, the thing that I have been a little disappointed with him just in general is his just lack of, of physicality. And I think that's more of a mindset thing, you know, just saying, Hey man, we're it's in the NFL. Like, let's make that tackle, you know, like let's, let's be a big boy here. Let's make this tackle. I don't care if it looks ugly. I don't care if you're hanging onto his shoelaces Let's get that guy in the ground. And I do think that's something that's just an effort thing and a, a mindset thing, an approach thing that can be fixed. And I don't think we're talking about it in the same context if if he makes that tackle, right? There's the other one where it's, it's a hitch and he goes for the PBU. I'm also like, hey, man, like there's times and places to engage with super risky behavior. 
like the one at the end of the game where it's third and three or third and two and fuller goes for the pass breakup on yeah. the hitch to more i'm like we the game is on the line if we don't get this stop the game is over anyway i'm totally fine with you rolling the dice there rolling the dice in the in the middle of the second quarter is probably not what i want so i think all of these things happen when you have a young player and this is one of the things that I, in my evaluation, I went back and checked my, checked my notes. I was like, he tends to gamble more than I would like in college. And he gets away with it because he's super fast. He's really long. He's, he's, he's very instinctive and he makes a lot of plays. And so that's something you're kind of managing is the, the risk of his play style with the opportunity for explosive plays. Now it's about saying, and I think honestly, Chase Young went through a similar process early in his career. Guys are bigger, stronger, faster. They're more intellectual in terms of football IQ. The stuff you did in college just doesn't work the same way. It's not going to happen in the same context. So I think that's so important for players to understand. Like stuff I could get away with in college, no way I could get away with now. So one, one small example, the smallest example I can give you is just snap count. In college, you think you're getting off on the snap count. White 80, white 80 said hut. I'd go on hut. I'd go block my guy. In the NFL, I felt like I was late on every single block. And Cooley kind of came up to me and was like, hey, man, when are you getting off on the ball? And I was like, well, like when everybody else is. And he's like, come here. And he showed me the film. And I and he like freeze framed it. And I was like two frames behind everybody else. And I was like, what the heck's going on? He's like, go talk to the center. So I went and talked to Will Montgomery. And he's like, I don't snap it on set. I snap it on like the S of set. And I, so I was like literally a full word behind everybody in terms of cadence. And that's something that just takes time and experience in terms of understanding what you can do in the NFL. And it made me a better football player. He will go through a similar maturation. Now, I think it's frustrating because he's a first-round pick, but I think you see the talent that he brings. You see the upside. You see the potential. So for me, it's just about he's got he's got all the physical tools from a coverage standpoint. Now it's just about teaching him, hey, let's use this technique when he's going to bump on you. Let's give him a little tug. Let's do this. Let's get in this position. Let's work my feet here in a better way. And I think those are all things that can, that can be worked on and be corrected. It's just going to take a little bit of time, much like the the grace we've given Sam Howell with some of his mistakes. I think you're going to see a similar thing here with Forbes. So I know a lot of people are like, he's terrible. He's a bust. I think that is such an overreaction. He's going to oh, go yeah. through growing pains. He's going through growing pains. That's fine. The physical skill set is there. Again, I just would like to see him kind of engage with a more physical mindset on a more down-to-down basis. Like there was a play later in the game where they're running a GT, and he's the run player. And they've got big uh, Darnell Wright pulling the corner. And he's standing there, and he just gets steamrolled. I'm saying, man, you're 166 pounds. Go cut that guy's thigh board. Like, let's play smart football here. You don't want to take that guy in with your face. Let's make a big pile there and let let our tacklers come make tackles. But I think that's the stuff you need to see from him more consistently. And um, and I think I think that stuff is is not easily correctable. But I think there are technical things that can be done to make him more effective. I think step one is managing his confidence, um, and that's just a very human thing. Like, sure. when you've been the best and that like this is what happens in college in high school and then in college right you're the freshman who comes in and you get picked on and then you'll learn how to play and by the time you're a senior you're like you're the one with all the tricks right right and all of a sudden you go to college and now you're the freshman again and it's like oh crap how do you go and then you you rise up and you become a first round pick caliber player in college and in the sec nonetheless and then you're just a rookie like no matter yeah. how good you were as a college player you're a rookie in the nfl and there's a level of ego and just like human management that has to happen if you're the coaching staff and i do wonder between decisions to bench or public comments like 
how are they doing in that? And that, that is individualized. Like I crushed Rivera and Del Rio a couple of years ago for going after Jamin Davis the way they did. Cause I thought it was totally unfair. turns out like it was actually the right play. Cause that Jamin's been a better player since then. And you yeah. know, how much does that actually have to do with it? I don't know versus something else that clicked, but like sure. he didn't, re whatever it was, he didn't respond negatively to being called out publicly. Like right. that was something that Jamin uh, at the very least had a neutral, but seems to have a very positive reaction to this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. How is Forbes in that regard? Every guy's right. different. Um, and, and so we'll, we'll see as time goes on how that plays out. Um, and I know you disagree a little bit on this with me or a lot on this with me, but like I think the weight's an issue. Like I look at that play and go, yeah, is it OPI? Yes, but Kendall Fuller doesn't get thrown as far. You know, Benjamin St. Juice doesn't get thrown as far. Like, it's a simple mass. Of, like, it's physics. Like, if, yeah. you're, if you're lighter, uh, a, a force is going to push you farther. Um, and so I think the separation at some of the top of these routes that's happening where he can't quite get back in the play and get a PBU or a pick, or it's a harder tackle to make because the the receiver has a little bit more time to get his balance and, and make a move. Like, I think that's influenced by the fact that he's hasn't learned how to play in the NFL with this level of like, it, it coincides with your point, right? It, yeah. It's at this level of physicality at his size. And he's yeah. either going to have to, in the off season, put on weight or he's going to have to figure it out. Um, He's going to have to figure out different leverages and different things. And I don't mean leverage, like coverage leverage. I mean True. like human physics leverage, where's his body position to not get taken advantage of in those ways, the top of route, when a guy throws you off, like, or you're going to have to get better at flopping and draw some more flags. Like, well, one, one of the things I'd say just as a response to that is in yeah. training camp, we watched him like go up against Logan Thomas and Logan Thomas is trying to big body him at the top. And he figured out a way, I think it was right. like soft inside shoulder pull with left hand, break up here right understanding of like when the contact is coming so he's done it we've seen him do it he did it with terry did it with jahan like he, he has the ability to do it i think it's just about finding that level of consistency with the techniques that you see fuller deploy or saint juice deploy right. when they're getting but, that like we also know that training camp physicality is different than nfl game physicality but, but like to me like at least you've seen you've yes. seen a roadmap for it is what i would say and, I, and again right. like the, the physicality is different but in one-on-ones, like when you're going for it, like when you're at, like in those hyper-competitive situations, I don't know, man. They're going against Terry McLaurin in a one-on-one -on -one and, and finding a way to kind of manage that contact. I think it's not the same, but it's close, you know? It's and I close think enough that, that I feel like he can figure it out, but he hasn't yet. Right. And, and I think I, that's, and, that's where we are right now at this point going into week six. And also, like again, like the coverages and, and the rules and all that stuff, we don't know. And so maybe there's some stuff there. But I do think, yes, I think the reason I'm confident that he'll figure it out, I guess is what I'm saying, is because I've seen him utilize some techniques and approaches that have allowed him mm -hmm. to be in better position. And I think a lot of people I can hear it in the comments already. I'm like, I've got like six, a sixth sense here. Like people are like, well, Christian Gonzalez figured it out. And I haven't watched a lot of Christian Gonzalez because I've been watching all this team. But what I would say is we don't know what kind of matchups Christian Gonzalez is drop, uh, drawing. We don't know what kind of coverages they're playing. And so like, I look at Forbes, and he's drawn some really, really tough matchups. A.J. Brown, 
that's a tough matchup. You know, DJ Moore, that's a tough matchup. And so as critical as we're being, like he is literally getting thrown into a crucible of fire here of having to play against really, really good football players. And I look at the A.J. Brown matchup, actually, and I'm like, he was very competitive in some very physical catch situations. Like there was that comeback that he that A.J. Brown ran and he tried to big body him at the top. And Forbes is like, no, dude, I'm going to use my feet. Here we go. PBU. And so he has shown an ability, even in, in big time against big time players, of, of managing that. But in that same game, you know, we talked about the double moves, right? So here it's like, can you bring some of that, which used against AJ Brown, against DJ Moore? And I think DJ Moore is one of those guys, quite honestly. He's not a big man. Kind of reminds me of like Steve Smith a little bit. I know he's one of your favorite players yep. in the sense that like he's he's small. But he plays big, and so getting he plays huge, and he's really tough to bring. Like in fairness yeah. to Emmanuel Forbes, tackling DJ Moore sucks. Yeah, it's not like a fun thing. He's like a running back. So <laughs> yeah. what I would say is like as you play more, you get to know what works. Like I remember the first time I played against Demarcus Ware, and he totally sunned me. Like absolutely, it was like get get out of here. Like what are you even doing on the field? And I was like, oh no, this is gonna be a very <laughs> very difficult time for me. But you yeah. you. You don't know. It's like you don't know. It's like the Matrix or something. You don't know the new reality until you've seen what guys can do on the field. And you don't get that oftentimes until you're on the field. Like, I didn't know what 35-inch arms felt like until he just planted his arm in my chest. And I was like, I need to develop a plan for blocking people with long arms. And then you do something. And then you're like, okay, this works. I'm going to continue to do this. So it's a process. It's a journey. I think he's fully capable of making that journey. It's just about, like you said, managing his confidence. And then yep. him being a student of the game, which I think he is having talked with him, and he's a good kid. He's yep. going to learn from Fuller. He's going to learn from St. Juiced. Find what works for him and develop, like Smoot always says, develop your file, develop your Rolodex on what guys do and how to watch film and prep for guys that are good football players. Like, that's the thing about the NFL. Like, you are going to see something, especially as a rookie, each and every week that you've never seen before from a physicality standpoint. And think about A.J. Brown big kind of hulking dude right dj Moore, super quick sudden kind of compact body style very very different you're gonna see something different every week and just about saying okay this is this worked against dj Moore. that might also work against tyree kill or whatever body type you want to compare right so i think that's that's a process that's going to take time and um I, i'm excited to watch it quite honestly because it, it's it's one of the fun things about rookies in the nfl to be clear, I very much agree with everything you said. Like, it's just diagnosing the problem, but I have a lot of faith in Emmanuel Forbes to figure it out. He seems like a tremendous kid who works really hard. He's really smart. Like, I I think he will figure it out. Um, my biggest question is, like, how has he managed between now and, you know, figuring out as an ongoing process that comes sure. in layers? Um, but how do you manage him in the meantime to keep him productive? Real quick before we get to the offense, um, bad news yesterday, no other way to put it. Uh, Derek Forrest hurt in this game. Uh, he's going to go on IR. He's going to be out for oh, a while. Oh. Um, Jeremy Reeves also hurt in this game. So you're now down, not just Forrest, but potentially the guy you used to back him up. How do you, you know, Percy Butler has not had a very good year. Um, PFF oh. at least says, I, I mean, he's, he's been near the bottom of the grades and he's, sure. he hasn't played, he hasn't played a lot, but he's, he's given up some, some bigger plays how do you see him fitting in? And then also Quan Martin, time to get your defensive snaps, kid. Uh, strap up, time to go. Um, how does how does this affect them? Um, I mean, obviously it's a big deal because I think Forrest is pretty good. I, I you know, I like what Percy's done. I think it's the same thing you run into. He's a young football player, and so he's yep. kind of realizing what he can do and what he can get away with, also. And I but I like 
Percy. I like his approach. I like his physicality. And I think he's, again, he's going to get better as you go. And I think, um, like we talked about the touchdown that he gave up and how I don't know if I'd coach him much differently, you know, on, on the touchdown that he gave up in the game. I think you're relying on the rush to get there. Um, but like to your point, the original point, this is going to be tough, right? You got a lot of people coming in and playing new spots. Depth at the safety position was kind of a strength. Now it's a weakness all of a sudden. You got Quan coming in, and Quan was basically playing backup nickel for a long time. And now he's got to learn all your safety rules. So all these things that make this defense good in terms of man match and aggressive combinations and who's rotating to the box and all those things that make this defense good are going to be much more challenging to do because you got a new piece back there. So how does he fit in? Do you put Cam back there and put him at nickel? We'll see. But again, there's going to be a little bit of musical chairs to kind of find the best combination of people to get on the field. Um, but it's it's always tough losing good football players. And yeah. you, this is why you get this is why coaches get paid and why scouting departments get paid is what is the solution to this and can you develop guys and can you get people where you want them to? So so I feel really bad for Percy and for uh, um, for Reeves. So. Hopefully they get better quickly, but yeah, for uh, for Forrest for Reeves, Percy coming in, uh, excited for that opportunity. Uh, they called up Terrell Bird just from the practice squad as well, so there's your depth, and we'll see uh, obviously how that affects special teams too, um, which hasn't exactly crushed it, although I think it's probably been fine. Um, but Percy uh, was obviously one of their main gunners, and and Quan has been as well, so uh, we'll have to see how that affects that.